What's going on? This is Headphone Joe, and you're listening to Cheers from the Press Box. I'm here with my co-host, as always. What's up, everybody? Brandon Tassif coming to you live. Live and in person, wearing a Jag shirt like no one else can. Yeah. Um, we're not going to dance around, folks. There's not a lot going on. Uh Really no NBA topics to discuss. Shout out to the NBA. Since I think we last recorded, they said they're going to retire the number six for Bill Russell. So shouts out on that. Um, And Ben Simmons and Philly agreed on some paperwork stuff. So doesn't have to go further down the line. So what president setting. Um, So we're getting back to the rankings of the NFL teams. We've got some MLB topics to discuss. Uh, We have a meaningless AP preseason poll for college football. WNBA playoffs are about to kick off tonight. And I have a soccer corner. So without further ado. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. And we both ain't do a walk-off, I assume, still. No. And, Joe, this um, soccer corner thing, this might not be your... It's not my, my own domain. I, after watching Ted Lasso and then obviously listening to you for the last couple of years, I'm I'm starting to get into soccer. I'm starting to get into it. I'm pulling look up stats. Look I'm looking up teams. Into the footy. Look at that. Getting into the footy, as it were. Plus, I live in New York City, and I think we've talked about it before on this show, but New York City Football Club is the best in the MLS, so NYFC, that'd be a good team to root for. NYFC. Did Miami? I think Miami just beat them. We'll get to that later. Um, yeah, so Brennan. Uh, full disclosure, folks, I Brennan is smart and he did all 32 in one sitting. I decided to do 16 and 16. And for some reason, I can't figure out my 16th team. So, so I remember when we did the power rankings last year and I did my tiers, I had the same problem where I forgot like two teams and I was like, I can't figure out what teams I forgot. And then this year when I did it, I was like, I need to knock it all out because I always forget a team. Yeah. And I did I did it again this year, and it took me forever to figure out which team I forgot. Mine turned out to be the Saints. You have them on your list, so you yeah. you can't we can't figure it out. So we're gonna go through it, and then you're gonna go, oh my god, that's the team I forgot. Yeah. Brennan's gonna say a team basically, and I'm gonna be like, oh yeah. So no, that's gonna be the word of the day, whatever that team is. So everybody goes crazy. Uh, so you want to do it the same as last time, sixteen through ten, and then ten through other than uh, then five five. Or- yeah. Yep. Let's do it. You can go All first. Right. I'm going to start it off. So hoping that your team is there. <laughs> power rankings last week, like Joe talked about, we did uh 16 through 32, just real quick, starting from the bottom. I have 32. I have bears, Falcons, Seahawks, Texans, Giants, Jags, Lions, Commanders, Panthers, Dolphins, Cardinals, Jets, Steelers, Titans, Cowboys, Browns was my number 17 team. 16 was the Saints. That's who I have at number 16. I think with Jameis coming back, hopefully he can be healthy for a full year um, and we can actually see what they can do. Um, and obviously Mike Thomas is going to come back and then Kamara should be recovering uh, nicely from his injury last year. So Saints, I have right in the middle of the road. And of course, the number one middle of the road team, number 15, I have the Vikings. Uh, what can you say about the Vikings? They're always, you know, they're going to tie a game just so they can go eight, eight and one. As we hey, joke about it, my line. that's that's Joe's. Yeah, that is Joe's. Uh, <laughs> I then um, at 14 have the 49ers. So all these teams, I know I didn't do tiers this year, but these are all kind of like middle of the pack teams. I don't really have much to say about them. 49ers. Apparently, Jimmy Garoppolo is demanding a trade. He wants out. Joe, you had them at 17 just before we ended last week. I have them I at 14. Um, I do have them above two of the other teams, though, in that division. So we'll see what happens. And then. At 13, you had them a lot lower, but a lot of other people have them a lot higher. I have the Patriots at 13. Really? I just, yeah, I think Mac Jones is going to be good, but how good is he going to be? Second year quarterback. I also think this whole Joe Judge, Matt Patricia, Patricia thing is weird. Yeah. They don't have a coordinator. They're just kind of like rotating plays, which I don't like at all. Yeah, if I if anything, that's like my biggest issue. 
And then um, I can't figure out who the fuck I forgot. Either I forgot somebody. Finally, in the twelfth spot, I've got the Indianapolis Colts at twelve. I actually have them. That's the highest ranked team I have in the AFC South. But again, Mm. not breaking the top ten. I've got the Colts at twelve. Matt Ryan, Matty Ice. We'll see what he can do. Uh, This is a weird team because remember two years ago. And the same thing happened with Dallas, you know, five years ago. Remember, we're like, they have the greatest offensive line ever assembled. Yeah. And then within two years, it was like, they might have the worst offensive <laughs> line in the NFL. I don't know, because offensive lineman is one of the most stable positions in the NFL. It's like one of those things where you don't have like a severe drop off in talent. Like, it's just like, and I know the Jags, my team, are known to do this where it's like, oh, it's a big free agent guard. Then they'll pay him like a hundred million dollars. And then they have like the worst PFF grades the next year. And it's like, what the hell happened? But like, that's not a common thing. So I think the Colts are going to be good. I think. Well, I think the thing with the Colts uh, was they had been, they, their duration for good. They actually met their like window of good. Yeah. But it starts like, in the middle, like towards the end of Andrew Luck, you have years wasted with Scott Tolzien, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, you're right. Phillip if Rivers, Luck would have stayed, like, because now they they're had... kind of at the end of that window. Yeah, I remember when Luck retired. I was like, no, you just, the team yeah, just came together. Yeah, like they finally together. got it. <laughs> like, what are you doing, dude? Like, give it one more year, but... Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. And then Quentin Nelson was hurt last year, and I know they had a few other injuries on the offensive line, but I think with the guidance of Matt Ryan, I think that the Colts are going to win the AFC South. Again, nothing to write home about. These are all middle-of-the-pack teams. Joe, 16 through 12 for you. No. No. You got to get to 11, buddy. Oh, 11? Okay. Uh, this is my big hat. Hot one that I wanted to save. Um, the Chiefs. Wow. I have the Chiefs you at 11. Blasphemous. Nope. You are absolutely blasphemous, Brennan. I'm going to be right about this. Everyone's going to see. Brennan, I have the, off the weed. <laughs> I have what? the Chiefs at 11. I actually have them as one, two. Oh, I have them as the fourth team in the AFC West, as we talked about when we broke down the divisions. <laughs> Uh, not by the much. Fourth got, team, so you have Denver have ever, over them. <laughs> just barely. My I have everyone kind of crammed in there. But I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think the Chiefs. I think there's only this, 31 teams in the NFL. This whole <laughs> this whole experiment with the Chiefs, I think, is over. I, I know we talk about it a lot every year, and then they end up making it to the AFC Championship game. I think it's done. I think other teams have gotten a lot better. I think Andy the talent has, only has exploded. Had one bad season. I know that technically you're not saying this is a bad season, but by no, not a bad season at all. I just standards, don't think this is a bad season you're giving them. I think other teams are going to be prepared, and you're taking a couple of the their best. You know, it's another year for Travis Kelsey. It's another they're not going to have Tyree Kill, and I know they have some speedsters, but you don't have speedsters like Tyree Kill speedsters. Um, sure, so sure. I just but they have. The, the, the new speeches are probably better receivers in your eyes. Oh, yeah. They are better receivers, but they're not going to get down the field in 4.1 well, seconds. the offense uh, could be different, Brendan. They might not be trying to get as deep I'm, down the field game breakery because, remember, the too high, quote unquote, was their yeah, Achilles heel. So maybe they might be trying to get down far. They might be trying to trick teams and scheme it where you think they're trying to get high and then they get everything underneath with better receivings. With better can I can I have runs. a hot? I'm gonna have you a hot take. I oh, don't geez. think Patrick Mahomes is built that way as a quarterback. My I said goodness. it. I said it. This guy is he's a, He's heaving up this down the field. All right. Let's go through yours. <laughs> All right. This is gonna be whoever the mystery team is right now. My ten spot is open for them. So let's oh God, see hopefully who it's they not a bad team. Um. This whole thing's going to reorder and reshuffle next week, I promise you, uh, with a few more injuries and a fantasy draft coming up. Uh, 16 right now, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I mean, enough said. (laughs) 
15. Right Jet only 14 teams make the playoffs, right? Yeah. Well, and this doesn't even count because some of these divisions are stacked heavier than others. So, uh, but at 15, the Tennessee Titans, in my eyes, they just are shy of the playoffs. Uh, bringing in Bobby Trees, yes, but losing AJ Brown, a legit number Bobby one. Trees. They didn't do much last year with Julio. Derrick Henry, a year older. Tannehill. The offense is way more predictable now. Um, so teams are just going to stack eight in the box and you don't have an ex- explosive receiver as AJ Brown because he's on another team now. Um, number 14, <clears throat> the New Orleans Saints. Uh, if they could stay healthy, if Michael Thomas, who missed all of last season, could come back and actually look like Michael Thomas again and give them a legit number one. They went and drafted Chris Olave to be a number two. Alvin Kamara, like, was nothing happened with his potential suspension. He beat somebody up, like, really badly in Vegas. Um, and it was just never talked about again. Um, I forgot about that. That's yeah, a little that's kind of a about. forgotten story. Uh, yeah, so that would be interesting. Um, Jameis played well during his time out there. Um, I believe he suffered what an ACL injury and was out for the rest of the year. Uh, but they have uh, always serviceable Andy Dalton. I don't think he's going to win you a lot of games, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, number thirteen got the Dallas Cowboys. This is a playoff section. They are playoff bound, especially when they get to beat up on the likes of the Giants. Who uh, uh, update alert? Tyrod Taylor is taking first team reps. Daniel Jones, I think your time is numbered, buddy. Um, Yeah, and then he gets to play the Washington Commanders, who in practices they're saying that Carson is not that good. So very weird fall off for that guy, man. Thought that guy was going to be like world breaker. Um, Just not. He, He seems less swaggy than he did when he was like an eagle as well, too. Like I heard him talk in an interview, and I was just like, you seem far less cool now, man. Like the like the game is just beating you up. I don't know. Um, you seem so bright eyed and bushy tailed at like twenty five when he entered the league. Um, number. Can I jump in real quick? Go for on it. the Alvin Kamara thing. I looked it up. Apparently, his legal team keeps pushing the court date, and uh, the NFL will not act until legal until the legal process is over. So mm. if they can push it into the season starting, then they won't be able to be suspended until next year. Mm, I think they could probably levy a mid season suspension. Yeah, I mean they could, but I I just read up on it and it's apparently his lawyers have pushed the That's hearing their plan basically before the trial to September 29th. Mm. So they're just getting started. Got it. Okay. Well, number 12 and this team is definitely not going to end up this high. But um the Arizona Dolphins. Cardinals. Ah. I was saying missing six I'm, games from D-Hop. Um I, think I knew it was going to be good. one of the teams in the 20s for me. I think they'll be good, but I don't think. Now, this is just where I think teams should end up. But, I mean, the season will play out. The season plays out. I didn't really look into. I think last year I looked at scheduling and everything like that. This year I didn't really do that as much. Um, I just went based off talent and feel. But taking into the account that D-Hop is going to miss those six games, their defense is like head scratchy. At best, um, I think those four hours, I mean, he's not contractually obligated to do it anymore, but I think those four hours of study time will help Kyler immensely and uh, James Conner in the backfield will help. Uh, you know, I think he, if he not, he was very close to like the top of the touchdown margin last year. Um, so I, I think, I think there's more for that team to explore and it's a lot. Really, I'm putting them so high for them to fail miserably and I can yell at them and be like Kingsbury should be fired um, because I had high expectations. Next, Brennan, you're your beloved. I know this seems going to be super high for you. Um, the Los Angeles Chargers coming in at an 11, making the playoffs. I do think they'll make finally make the playoffs for the first time since drafting. Uh, Justin Herbert. 
Justin Herbert has yet to make the postseason, but everybody has anointed him as God, apparently. Uh, Brandon Staley's second year's coach, but everybody's anointed him as God. What's the common denominator with those two guys? Um, and then fucking Lamar Jackson has to fight for a contract. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, folks. You, you, Jack you, Prescott just got paid two hundred million dollars and hasn't done anything. Guys, don't start uh, with me. You guys, uh, he's made the postseason a few times at the very least. That's what I'm getting, Everett. Um, but we don't talk. We don't. We don't revere what about Kyler Murray. He just got paid two hundred fifty million. Deshaun also Watson has twenty four pending legal also cases. Just made the got the first fully guaranteed contract. I think he's also made the playoffs too. That's besides the point. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, with all these guys, <laughs> I'm saying, Brendan, they haven't been. Yes, they got paid, but I'm saying they haven't been anointed as God. Like, if you hear the discourse around Lamar Jackson. It's not as highly favored as Justin Herbert, who has done nothing in the league to warrant that much praise. That's true. Do you think the um, this is just side note. Do you think the Lamar Jackson stuff stems from what happened with RG three? I know they're different running quarterbacks, but RG three broke all those records his rookie season. And then by 2004, yeah, like, no, I think Mina Kime, why he hasn't gotten paid in the Discord around my two different things. I, I think no, he hasn't no, gotten, I'm talking about the okay. Discord around and not why he hasn't gotten paid. That's um, obvious why he's I think Mina Kime's made a great point. Basically, the people who are, you know, a lot of the people having the conversation around him and uh, anonymous defensive coordinators named Jack Del Rio, everybody knows who you are, buddy. Um, they're having, uh, they have a perception. They've had a perception of him since college. Yeah. Which was wrong anyways, because you can't play in, uh, I can't remember the fucking Louisville coach. Louisville. Bo Pelini. It was no, not Bo Pelini. Um, fuck. Can't remember his name right now, but he plays a traditionally drop back system. And Lamar was predominantly in the pocket in that system and just broke out on a few plays and they implemented a few designed runs. And those are the most explosive plays in the highlight plays. So that's what people always look at, but they have basically stuck to it's the guy who broke his neck when he was a Razorback, when he was uh, with the girl on the motorcycle. He also left Atlanta in a huff, just wrote them a letter and just quit on that job. Paterno. Joe Paterno. No, wait, no. what am I saying? <laughs> I was wrong. like, uh, definitely not. Definitely. Bobby, pa- Bobby, Bobby Paterno. Petrino. Petrino. I'm like, what is happening to you, Brendan? <laughs> yes, Bobby Petrino. Um, yeah. yeah no, he's not the one. He's the one that broke his neck, yes. Was he? God, he yeah. used to look so much younger. I mean, I know time marches I mean, on. That was like but... 20 years ago almost. Feels like, not really, but almost. Yeah, I remember when he came into that interview at the press conference he was he yeah, looked he was like a little kid <laughs> yeah and now um, he's so old yeah no these 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 evaluators these scouts these uh these talking heads have basically carried a perception of lamar from draft time and just has just have never changed even seeing him play like he's he's better in the pocket in the NFL as well, he's better in the pocket than he is out. But then they say he's not a he's not a pocket passer. It's like, but if you look at his statistics, like when he's in the pocket, the thing is, everybody plays better in a cleaner pocket. Last year, his pocket was unclean. We talk about this bad season he had. He only had thirteen interceptions, which is not a high water mark. Uh, and his whole offensive line was depleted. His, his, the the super paid left tackle, soon as he signed his contract, like tore his ACL and then missed most of last season, had no running back to speak of. They had to draft. They had to sign Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, and a bunch of guys off the scrap heap. And then who were his receivers? Sir drops a lot. That that was his number one. What, him and Mark Andrews. So he had not a lot to work with. And he hasn't had much to work with. In most season, he's made the playoffs every year outside of. Uh, I'm sorry, I was reading up on Bobby uh, Petrino. Who who are we talking about now? I'm still talking about Lamar. And oh, how you are okay. He's not God, but Justin Herbert is God. But you know, that's. I wanted to make before. sure we were all on the same page because I was like, I was listening, and then I got sucked into a Bobby Petrino wormhole, and then I came back to listening, and then I was like, 
Wait, who? What? Who's he talking about? <laughs> the team that we're not even on right now. All right, yeah, no, it. we're still on the Chargers. Um, yeah, the Chargers. <laughs> uh, the defense is not that great to me. Still, shout out to Kaiser White though. We got him from him, him from them, and he had an interception in the preseason game. Um, preseason means nothing though. Um, yeah, the Chargers are going to be eleven. You can start at ten. All right, I'm still going to ten. Team is. 10, I have the Las Vegas Raiders coming in at 10, just above the Chiefs. I have a feeling that they're going to be unbelievable. The Chiefs, like they did last year, they beat them one game. So I think they'll split that series. Yeah, the Raiders won one and the Chiefs won one. Okay. I have uh, number nine. I have the Packers of Green Bay. I have them winning the uh, NFC North. That is the highest team I have the NFC North. Number eight, I have the Broncos, which you have all the way down at 19. I literally have them twice as high as you do. Uh, I think Russell Wilson, that team's we've been saying for the last three years, that team is a quarterback away. They now have a quarterback, so I believe in the Broncos. Number seven, you guessed it, the Los Angeles Chargers, baby. We're going to see. I'm excited. I know I vouch for them every year. Did the same thing this year that they did last year, going after uh, offensive linemen, well, linemen in general. Uh, you know, they took Slater, which I, I thought was the steal of the draft last year. Justin Herbert, I think, is going to be one of those guys who takes a big leap forward. Um, so, yeah, I've got the Chargers at seven. So, where am I at? 10, 9, 8, 7. And then my last one that I'm going to talk about. Uh, apparently, I didn't get the memo about Lamar Jackson not being better than uh, Justin Herbert because I have the Ravens at six. I have the Ravens above the Chargers at six. I think with we've talked about it a thousand times before, all those injuries, a lot of those guys coming back and Lamar Jackson gotten has something to prove uh, with not being paid yet. I think that team is going to be hell bent on destroying everybody. That's I'm it. so perplexed right now. I just pulled up an NFL power ranking to see. Maybe, maybe that can trigger the team. I still don't know the team. I still <laughs> don't know the team, Brennan. This is absurd. It's the also, Dolphins. This power ranking is mad crazy. You haven't mentioned the Dolphins yet, and we're on like I the have top them in 10. my list. No, it's that you forgot them because there's no way the Dolphins. <laughs> Are eleven through one in my list? Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> Did I just? I'm so confused. Hold on, give me give me five seconds here. I'm. I don't know what happened. What team am I missing? I don't think I'm missing a team. It's going to be like such an obvious scene. All right. Well, I don't know tennis, folks. We're going to leave that blank still. So coming in at number nine, <clears throat> the Miami Dolphins. That's ridiculous. The, speeder, the speedsters out of the South. Uh, it's going to be a resurgence for the Miami team. Uh, the defense has been built in the image of Brian, uh, Brian Flores, who is now gone. Uh, but the offense is going to be made in the image of Mike McDaniels, who's coming from that Shanahan McVay system. And uh, yeah. He's- oh, so that, that actually is a glimmer of hope because those systems are, hey, we'll take a garbage quarterback and take him to the playoffs. Exactly, Brennan. That's what I'm getting at. So they they surrounded themselves with a plethora, another one of the, the hallmarks of those two offenses. Let's just get any running backs we can, any serviceable, okay to good quarter running back we can get. Nobody heard of Raheem Mostert until they got into the Shanahan system. The it, Devin Henderson, uh, Cam Akers was a big prospect coming out of college, but CJ Anderson was a plug and play guy in uh, in Los Angeles at one time. Um, Alfred Morris, your guy, six round pick, flourished in the system like 49ers, yeah. So not 49ers, Washington. Um 
So yeah. no, but I'm saying he also played for the. To your point, oh, did they put him? They picked a him up year, at some point? yeah. He had like a year where he we thought I thought he was done, and then the 49ers picked him up when Moster got hurt. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, and he yeah. ended up starting so, like the last three games of the season. So yeah, so they they have pretty much plug and play. Miami has went on. They picked up Raheem Mostert. They still have Miles Gaskin. Um, they went and got themselves a few guys. They went out and got Tyreek Hill, speedster, uh, a weapon for the quarterback to throw to, um, a shifty guy. They like to do a lot of motion, basically set up the leverage on plays and whatnot. So you got him, you got Waddle, you got Gasecki, uh, really changing the dynamic of that offense. Um, so I think offensively, they'll be much better too. It will look much better um, just dealing with short to intermediate stuff primarily and then taking a shot or two long uh, and then running the ball out of the backfield. And like you said, disguising and you know hiding and making that quarterback mediocre to good quarterback look a little better than he is um, to the point where you think Jimmy Garoppolo should be starting for a team. Um, Anywho, there we go. Uh, Cincinnati. I thought, I thought you were insane, but that actually, after you explained it, that actually makes a little sense. I have good points. Cincinnati coming in at number eight, Cincinnati, the best trio of receivers in the NFL. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Um, Lost a tight end, but again, with that trio, I don't think it really matters. Still has Mixon in the backfield. Defense got a little bit better. Um, the cornerback situation, I don't know if Eli Apple could have another season like that. We waited like damn near eight years for him to have that season. So who knows if he can duplicate that. Um, but yeah, I think their defense is going to be good with your boy Trey Hendrickson out of FAU. Oh, hey, did it right. Look at that. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, I, I believe in Joe Burrow. Um, see, Joe yeah, Burrow can be the second coming of God because he took a team that no one thought last year to the Super Bowl. Whatever happened to Eli? Remember when Eli Apple came out of the draft? And his mom like became a commentator on ESPN. Like, yeah, like uh, the Giants took him in the like first half of the first round. It's too much. It was too much. And then he was just garbage. Same thing happened to Prince of Mukamara. Same team, too. The Giants take him super early, and then there's all this hype around him. It's like the Giants are not good or something. It's like the Giants are not a coach, young talent. Either that or just like, you know, the big city may be too big for some of these guys. It takes a a personality, a specific personality to get. Dude, speaking of. Be submerged in that culture and like thrive. Yeah, especially when you have millions of dollars and you're like 22. Speaking right. of though, I saw Evan Neal getting whooped, getting whooped oh, in one oh. of the preseason games. <laughs> I thought you were about to say like on the corner of no, no. 175th. <laughs> I saw him getting a wh- no. Come on, man. I I was almost, I almost said no one with that much money goes above 75th, but they do because the Upper East <laughs> oh. Side is actually very very nice. Uh, oh. No, Harlem doesn't start until like one fifteen. Uh, uh, I don't know the cross. But he I was getting hundred and seventy five. The Bronx, BS in the building. Oh, uh, shout out uptown. He uh, he was getting his ass kicked, and then I remember I saw a couple of the highlights because they were showing Daniel Jones getting beat up, and I remember I turned to somebody and I go, "Didn't I say this? Didn't I say this?" Any tackle that comes in. Neil Alabama. Alabama. Okay. I was like, I was because I told you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, he's got a shellfish allergy. Mm. He wears glasses. He's very meek. <laughs> he I was like, this is not shellfish. this is not your fucking dog. This is not <laughs> your starting tackle dog. And then Icky he got Kwan whooped. And I was guy, like, right? <laughs> Yep. I was like, I called it. Where's Icky? I called this. All right. Anyway. Icky shuffle. Um Yeah, okay. Bengals Cincinnati at eight. At eight. Uh this is more predicated on, you know, beating up a bad division than necessarily being that good at a top tier team. But the Indianapolis Colts coming in at number seven, uh, they have I don't like their receiver depth, but they have Jonathan Taylor, who is a dog um, and yeah. Matt Ryan, who is still. Still good, not transcendent, but still good, still serviceable, still can get the job done. For the most part, um, I haven't seen much like slippage as far as like a deep ball. And that's usually the 
you know, they're off the cliff. I think he's just, I've been taking the piss out of him. Mainly, I was taking the piss out of Atlanta because it was just a poorly constructed team in those final years of his. Um, I'll put you around it so often. I was, yeah, I was around it and people believed in it. And I was like, why do you believe in this? And also, I didn't think he was going to improve the team. And people kept trying to say, oh, he's going to improve the team. Like, no, he's going to have good numbers. He's going to have good stats because he's a good quarterback. But he's not going to make the team better than him. They look. Um, similar to my number six team in Green Bay, they're not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna put a team on his shoulders in the way that Aaron Rodgers can. Now, Aaron Rodgers can take a team on his shoulder, can't get a vaccine in his arm, get a tattoo on his arm. Um, foreign substances all different. Uh, take ayahuasca in his body, but you know, you know, to each their own. Um, but yeah, Green Bay is coming in at number six. Uh, I just think they're playing. They they just, they just face a bad division altogether. Those are six free games, damn near, with Chicago, Detroit, Minnesota. Um, by the way, a lot of people drinking the Detroit Kool Aid from uh, Hard Knocks. I, this is one of the years I've just decided that not to watch every Hard, year with Knocks. Hard Knocks. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, this is one of those years I just decided not to watch Hard Knocks because I started liking the Cowboys last year, and I was like, you know what? I'm That's not falling for HBO's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're not going to trick me. I was like, I'm not falling for HBO's uh, propaganda piece anymore. Um, But yeah, Green Bay coming in at number six. I still don't know who the 10th team is, Brennan. I've not figured it out yet. (sighs) Excuse me. Don't worry. I got you. Uh Um, All right. So here we go. Five through one for me. Number five. Top five team. Probably going to go to the conference championship. Coming in. Number five, the Philadelphia Eagles. I've got the Eagles well, at five. Shoring up oh, that uh, you didn't I have your own the mistake. team. I swore I had them in here. Okay, I see what happened. I see what happened. I had them at six, and then I think I had them I've at five. Before. I had them at five, deleted it, put another team there. Was going to have them at six, but then I looked and saw Green Bay, so I then wrote Green Bay at six. Philly was my number six team. That's what it is. So, so we're slide all that down. down. Miami at 10, Cincinnati at nine, Indianapolis at eight, Green Bay at seven, Philadelphia Eagles at number six. Philly, look, I've said it a couple times. Kyle's going to kill me. Everybody, everybody should kill me. Because I'm looking, I've looked so many times that I was like, I don't know what team I'm missing. My fucking team. I thought they were already on the list, so I didn't even think about that it. That is hilarious. Um, that that is you insane. forgot your own team. Uh, <laughs> but everything is there. Jordan Davis looks like a monster. N'Kobe Dean looks like a fucking powerhouse hitting the hole. I saw a play where he fucking, he hit the hole so hard. He hit the offensive lineman, tripping the running back who was trying to find his way through that narrow hole, um, which was an amazing play to watch. Um, do yours do yours one more time. I'm sorry. You we readjusted it and I'm trying to keep so track of your numbers. So go ten is Miami, yeah. nine Cincinnati, eight Indianapolis, seven Green Bay, six Philadelphia. I swear they're in my top five. I really nine, should Cincinnati, put them in my top eight, five. The Colts, seven Green Bay Six, the Eagles. All right. Got it. I'm back. Only reason they're not top five is I need to see more out of Hurts this season. I need to see. Yeah, that's more. what I was. That's the that's my biggest concern, too, is Jalen. But they, they went ahead and got some wide receivers, some real wide receivers that can catch. That defense has always been right there. Um, I've got Jalen always been right there. Have you been hearing me the last couple of years? We've been a we've been a linebacker away. We've been a corner away. That's what I mean. Like, that's what Barry. I mean by right there. They're <laughs> just a couple players away. And you went out and got Nicobe Dean, the best fucking linebacker in this entire draft in the third round. And then you got went Kaiser out and got White a, as well. And then huh? got got Kaiser White as well from. I the thought Chargers. you said he's white as well. I was like, Nicobe oh, Dean. No, 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 no. Um. Nicole, than um, everybody's blacking you, Brennan. You're damn near pale. Um, <laughs> and then uh, drains Bradbury on the opposite Don't make me side. Say of Darius Slay. Don't Brennan, make me say it, Brennan. Please, please. It's a, it's a PG show. <laughs> PG All right, I'm continuing with my list because Joe forgot his own team, which is blasphemous, horrific. I just knew they were on the list. I was like, I kept skipping them. Like, I got all these teams. What is going on? 
Top five for me. Eagles. Number four, I have the Bucks. Uh, case and I mean, all these teams are going to be in obviously in the playoffs and I think in conference championship contention. So Eagles, Bucks, what can you say? Tom Brady's coming back. Gronkowski might be back halfway through the season. Uh, number three, I have Bengals. The Bengals are the only ones I'm a little worried about because we have seen it. I think it's like 88% of teams that make it to the Super Bowl and lose end up not even making the playoffs the next year. So we could see the Bengals fall off, but I just believe too much in Joe Burrow and that offense. Plus, like you talked about, defense I don't think will be able to hold together as well as they did last year, but I think they will be able to keep it together enough to make some noise in the playoffs. And then number two, uh, the, my team from last year, the team I've been pulling for just because they dumped so much money into it and I no draft picks and I wanted them to win for the, some of the players on the team. Number two, I have the Los Angeles Rams. My number one team in my NFL power rankings going into next season is the Buffalo Bills. All Strong right offense. And horrifically destructive defense. Um, you'll probably get a chance to talk about them a little more in a second. Uh, my number five team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The reason I have the reason I deleted the Eagles at five and put Tampa Bay at five, and then just completely forgot the Eagles is because the Eagles lost to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay just signed Carl uh, Nasbitt to even shore up more that defensive force, uh, that defensive front. Um, that has been a force these last couple of years. Uh, their linebacker core is still a hundred percent better than most teams. Um, more proven than most teams as well. Um, and they're they've basically adopted the model of hey, last year we had a lot of defensive backs get hurt. Let's just go get every defensive back we can right now in case we have another mash unit out there. Um, offensively. They're pretty much running the back. Um, Leonard Fournette is taking the number one running back role. Um, Ronald Jones's role is pretty much diminished. Let's hope they hope Leonard Fournette can, you know, get his weight in control because apparently he had ballooned up a bit. Tom is away from the team right now, but who knows for how long that is. And he may be getting his platelets uh, regenerated for another year of NFL football. Um, <laughs> I. And in, in, uh, I'm interested to see what the team looks like under new coaching, but it's not even really new coaching. Um, these are all people who were there before. Um, number four, I got the Baltimore Ravens. I have a full healthy season of Lamar Jackson playing at an MVP level once again. Um, I have a, I see an offensive line in repair. I see a running back core that is healthy. I see a defense that is healthy and a new defense, actually, um, not as blitz heavy. They got Kyle Hamilton, who's one of the most diverse uh, safeties, diverse defensive players coming out of the draft last year. Um, but Marcus Peters is back healthy now. You got Jimmy Smith still. You still got Marlon Humphreys. Like these guys are they were so depleted last year and basically they're coming their offseason acquisitions are basically their guys coming back. Um, number three, and this one is a little dicey now because one quarterback has a little show uh, elbow issue that people are confused about, but uh, the Los Angeles Rams, the Super Bowl champions, uh, I got them at number three right here. Um, yeah, not much to say, really. I mean, we all know who they are. Uh, Aaron Donald is a freak. Of freak. Uh, they're solid in all three levels. Um, we are who they thought that we that, wait, what pretty much, we are. Yeah. We thought they Number were. two with a bullet. The Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Pat Mahomes. I trust in Andy Reid. I trust in Eric Biemme. Um the uh, they've makeshift their they have made shift their offensive line to be something much better than it was prior, and then much better than it was in that Super Bowl. They added depth. Uh, the defense looks a whole lot better um, last season, and they got rid of Tyron Matthew, but they got Juan Thornhill. Hopefully, going to play a full year of healthy football. Um, yeah, I just. I believe in this team and they have not shown me anything that they will slip because of the, the departure of one player. Uh, we thought 
Not to compare them to the Pittsburgh team of that time, that generation where they were like the triple B's and right before that, Mike Wallace and whatnot. But when Mike Wallace left, like people thought that, you know, oh my gosh, their speed demon is gone. How are they going to play offensive football? And it's like, oh, they're well coached and they have a good quarterback, a potential Hall of Famer. Uh, they know how to do this. <laughs> so yeah. I don't think that's going to be the biggest of issues. Um, so that's why I don't think the Tyreek exit is going to be the world changer because they still have a Hall of Fame coach. They still have a potential Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, so I think they'll be just all right. But number one with a silver bullet. This has to be the first time me and Brendan have shared the number one team in our two years of doing the ranking. The team with the most approved and the team that went toe to toe with the Kansas City Chiefs in the in the Super Bowl, basically. Uh the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Jaheem Allen. Finally turned, he knows how to turn into Josh Allen when necessary. Uh, I don't like that. That's a stigma because that's saying black quarterbacks <laughs> can't throw. Jaheim <coughs> Allen. You said it, not me. Jaheim Allen has a cannon. He has wheels. If they can finally start running the ball, maybe Brian Dable not being there will help them do that. I think they even drafted another running back. Yeah, they drafted James Cook, Dalvin Cook's brother. So, you know, add another running back to the mix. Uh, I think they have a better collection of receivers this year than last. Um, They got rid of Cole Beasley, not to say anything bad about Cole Beasley, but they got Isaiah McKenzie. They got Gabriel Davis. They hopefully get a full year uh, Dawson Knox. They went and got Jameson Crowder. That's who I was thinking of. Um, And they got OJ Howard, who... He hasn't really done anything since that championship game at Alabama. But, you know, some people peak some people peak early, some people peak late. You know, maybe <laughs> you'll show something going into this year. But their offensive line is pretty much stout. Their defense with Greg Rousseau, shout out to you. Ed Oliver, they went and got Vaughn Miller. Their backs are so freaking lethal. <clears throat> yeah, I think they are now. We don't know what uh, Josh Allen's going to look out look like without Dable, but we assume that you know transfer of power. He whatever he learned, he's not going to forget. Um, hopefully, maybe it was schemed, maybe it wasn't schemed. Who knows what this new guy is going to have? I don't know who their new OC is, um, but yeah, I think they have the tools and they have the capability. I don't know why I just did. I did the first time, so I did the second time. <laughs> Um, I think they can be the number one team in the NFL. I think they are a Super Bowl hopeful and a potential Super Bowl winning team the way they are currently constructed. I completely agree with you. Uh, what else can you say? I uh, How did I forget? I do think it's I think it's odd. <clears throat> a couple of things I wanted to touch on. I think it is uh, cool that we lined up on bills. Uh, the biggest uh, difference we had. <laughs> I think it was the Dolphins. You have them at 10. I had them at 23. Damn. Um, other than the, <laughs> the middle of the pack, we actually lined up on a lot. Like our bottom tier was kind of similar and our top tier was pretty similar. It was the middle that we had a bunch of disagreements. Yeah. This was fun. Well, this is good. It's a good exercise. Uh, there's a couple teams that I, I already know what fucked up in the ranking. Like Arizona should be a little lower. Minnesota should definitely be lower. Tennessee should be lower. Um, it's a problem of doing it not all at once. I should have done it all at once like last year. I felt more confident last year about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of compartmentalized and whatnot. But yeah, pretty good. Pretty solid. I will be trying. <laughs> I will be efforting to make a graphic and get this posted sometime this week, if not next, before next show, let me see. You want me to send you my uh, list? Yes, please. That'll be all right. Cool. Appreciated. Perfect. All right. Straight to the MLB, Brennan. Fernando Tatis Jr. Eight game suspension. PDs said he had wingworm. He was trying to deal with that. Allegedly. 
what are your takeaways yeah, from this suspension? What he had was the fact that he kept getting hurt <laughs> and he needed to get the shoulder right. Uh, yeah. I mean, you hate to see it, uh, but Tatis wanted to get back on the field. He wanted to get back on the field so badly that he may or may not have taken some stuff to do it a little bit quicker. <clears throat> this is a huge blow for the Padres because I we were just on here a couple like last week talking about how with the trades and everything, they might be able to uh, make the next step. And now with Tatis out, it, I don't. That's the rest of the season, right? Into the playoffs. Yeah, I yeah, don't. Whole season. I don't see what they're going to do. Whole season and into so, next year as well. I God, yeah, it sucks. I Can he come back for the postseason if they make it or no? No. A, a PED suspension is automatic postseason suspension as well. Okay, so yeah, I don't um I don't have high hopes moving forward for the Padres, but who knows? Baseball maybe they could put it together, but yeah, this was uh this was a big this is a big blow. Uh, this was a big blow as well as the two games they've lost to the Marlins over the last two days. Big blows. Um they can they're going to make the postseason. No shame in that. Um they could now I would say their playoff chances are shot, but signing Juan Soto really helps them. But also, we can look to just last year where the Braves lost Ronald Cunha Jr. to injury difference, but they lost their seemingly their best or second best player, and they went on to win the whole thing. Um, so pitching accounts yeah. for a lot, and the culture accounts for a lot. The guys within the locker room believing in themselves. Well, and he was hurt a lot anyway, so it's yeah. uh, you could have just been chalked it up to. And they he wasn't got to the point the exactly. They got to the point they were, as Machado said, they got to the point where they were prior to getting Juan Soto, where they looked like a a competitive team, and it was just hey, add another player. I.e., in that case, we thought it was. Uh, Fernando Tatis, and they can make a playoff, a deep playoff run. They ended up bringing in Juan Soto, basically, to fill in that Tatis role, not the same position or anything, but bat, and they can still make a deep playoff run. Um, so that'll be interesting to it. Uh, and I think, like you said, I think it was, I think this is kind of like uh, cutting your nose to spite your face. He had gotten himself hurt with this motor- mystery motorcycle accident um, during the lockout and everything. And he got hurt, wanted to get back with the team, took something to help with recovery, and got popped for PEDs. And, you know, you got to suffer the consequences. And I don't think, yep. I, I don't look, I don't think the thing is, like, <sighs> As much as we know about steroids now after the steroid era, um, I think it's a little confusing because the thing is they're trying to get on the field and don't we want them on the field? So, yeah, I think yeah. in baseball, they should just legalize it. Like, who cares? Yeah, I, I say, like, baseball is, I don't know, um, 160. The reason I say that for baseball and not other sports is because you're not. The physical toll it takes is not as aggressive as it is in like basketball or football. And I'd say like in football, obviously, you can't legalize it because people use their bodies as weapons. And in yeah, basketball, I was say, the thing is, you, know, the it's not, you jump, it's, the worse it is for your knees and stuff. You're not in direct contact with somebody else. Like it's not person yeah. to person contact. So, um, but yeah, that's that. Uh, also, Brennan, the Dodgers, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Oh, yes of Los Angeles, um, unlike the ones of Anaheim. Um, the California Angels of Anaheim? Not even California. They're the Los Angeles, Los Angeles of Anaheim. Uh, they're the Angels of the Angels of Anaheim. Um, <clears throat> God. They have taken the number one spot in all of MLB. They've shot past the Yankees who have uh, lost the number one in the AL to the Houston Astros, so that's going to make for an interesting home and away situation there, but they have rocketed into the 80 wins first team, to 80, uh, and they have, they have a run differential of two fifty. They have shot and passed everybody. Uh, how, what do you think about the Dodgers and their hopes of winning another championship? 
We've been talking about this all year. The Dodgers, number one team in baseball, uh, number one payroll in baseball, best pitching in baseball. This is the team to beat. You want to win, you got to take though. down the champs. Not the I champs. Know, but I know, but it's champs. a long season. I <laughs> Everyone knows the Dodgers should have won that series. Everybody knows that. Uh, should have won doesn't account God, for that wasn't. Remember watching that and I was like, like the Braves, what was it? Game two that they won. And I'm like, oh, this might be a series. And then all of a sudden they started winning and you're like, wait, what's going on? Uh, yeah, Dodgers is the number one team. Dodgers are the number one team and they should have won last year. They're going to win this year. This is the team I root for every year only because they are the best. And hey, you want to be the best? You got to beat the best. So come on, go Dodgers. Number one. Well, sad to say, Brandon, they're not going to win it this year. Um, they don't have the pitching depth. Um, Walker Bueller just. You don't have pitching season. depth. Your Marlins I, don't have pitching we don't. depth. We don't. We have a one. We have a two. We got nothing else. Um, uh, <clears throat> Kershaw has been in and out this season. Um, what's my guy's name? Walker Bueller is done for the rest Bueller. of the season. Uh, but yeah, I got rid of a battle too. Don't jeez, you want to get it together? They didn't get rid of Bauer. The right. society got rid of Bauer. Um, well, Tony Gonsolin, uh, Julio Urias. These guys are good. I don't know if they're. They're not six, seven inning guys. And in the postseason, that's what you're going to need. You're going to need six, seven inning guys. Um, so similar to last year, last year, they kind of ran up into this situation as well, where uh, they had some injuries late into their pitching staff and that ended up costing them. Um, now, the other thing is they can hit their way out of anything. But yeah. If those bats get cold, which they tend to do when the weather gets a little bit colder, it's going to be a real slugfest um, with them and other teams. I think they, I think this is one of the best constructed teams. Um, their pitching staff is kind of just, you know, it's 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 finicky. I mean, Dustin May was a great prospect. Walker Bueller was a, a damn near either one of Cy Young or close to winning a Cy Young a couple years ago. And you just have two of those arms just out of the rotation. Now two guys who were very gone, instrumental yeah. in your postseason win. Um, notably when there was less games for pitchers to get hurt. Um, and they're just not there anymore. So who they have, who they're trotting out right now, they're not bad, but I just don't think they're the dominant guys they need, not dominant in the way that DeGrom and Scherzer look right now as a one-two punch or Justin Verlander and the Astros lineup look as a one-plus punch. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Dodgers number one. Okay. Uh, speaking of the Yankees, did they fumble the bag, Brennan? Aaron Judge is on a historic <laughs> run. He looks like he's going to eclipse the the arbitrary home run record of uh, Robert Maris that people, you know, purists like to believe that's still the record. And it's not the steroid records of 73 by Barry Bonds. I say, hey, beat the juice. Um yeah, Aaron Judge is at like 46 homers with a couple with a month plus left pretty much. Uh and they have not signed him long term. Uh at the right before the All-Star break, there was a video of somebody wanted to make a message That's to what I was going to bring up. And he was like, "Yeah, keep being an Aaron Judge fan." <laughs> so, do you think yeah. he's pretty much gone or is this just posturing and he will be back for the Yankees? Uh, I think he's gone. I think he's over it. The fact that they haven't paid him yet, uh, he doesn't. Unless they can come up with an offer that's so astronomical that he's forced to stay. He's damn near hitting three. Because you know, no one's gonna, no one's gonna leave all that money on the table. But I honestly think if the Yankees are close with another team, say the Dodgers or say the Padres or say one of these up and coming teams, even, um, then I he's think from he goes California. with them. Yep. And he feels disrespected that it's taken this long for them to get him a real offer. And I completely understand that. So, yeah, fuck him. A nice old fuck him from Brennan. 
Uh, he's 30 years of age. PG show. Sorry about that, folks. Jeez. Yeah. My age. Always a reminder that. Always the reminder that MLB players, <laughs> when they break, you never know when they're going to break. I think he broke into the league when he was like 24. So 23. Well, remember, we talked about so. this a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the judge contract. I was like, well, he's a little older. And then you had yeah. pushback. You were like, yeah, but this is baseball. This isn't fucking the NBA when once you're 30, you're like, yeah. oh, my God, I've been in the league for 10 years. Yeah. But I mean, if you look at his stats, he's he's number one in OPS. Uh has a hundred RBIs, first to a hundred, leading the league in homers, batting damn near three hundred, has an on base of damn near four hundred. Like he is playing at to bring it back out of his mind, God level. <laughs> like he is out of control right now. Come on, um, Joe. Everybody knows God would never play baseball. Yeah, I mean, actually, you know, if we learn anything from God, he's a slow playing man. He he looks at the long game. He might like a, you know, cracker jack, <laughs> seven inch stretch, you know, you know, nice little walk out to the mound, call to the bullpen, getting a lefty, you know, he likes an umpire every once in a while, you know, Michelangelo oh and those guys. You, you do know, not have a heart out in five minutes. You did. Judge. Too. Let's go. And you'd be surprised how quick and quick name it hits quick hit. Hard out. Who wants to go to the gym? Jesus Christ. Hey, a, meaningless, I, I a, a meaningless AP poll has hit the streets. Uh, Alabama's number one. Surprise, surprise. Um, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame. The, the regular Wait, you who's said who. I was going to pull a Michael Wilbon and be like, I haven't even looked at this. I got my clicker out. I was going to pull that whole thing. You said Clemson's in the top five? Clemson is number four. Yes. Clemson, the team that has no conference. Clemson. The ACC is a conference still. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Conference realignment hasn't taken place yet. Texas and Oklahoma are not where they're going to be. USC and UCLA are not where they're going to be yet. All I right? can't believe so. Clemson, Clemson after they're showing last year. I can't believe they're in the top five. But I am going to pull Notre Dame Wilbon. literally has no conference. You didn't say anything about them. Wait, where are they? They're five. Yeah, I, I fucked this poll. I, excuse me. I'm sorry. PG show. I, I This makes me so frustrated. This is why I didn't even want to look at it in the first place. I heard you say Clemson, and I was like, wait, what? Uh, and then I didn't even hear the Notre Dame part. Um, A&M 6, Utah 7, Michigan 8, Oklahoma 9, where's Ole Miss? Baylor 10, Ole where's Miss my boy Lane? 21, five spots behind Miami at 16. You got Michigan okay. State and um, Mel Tucker at 15. I saw this stat. 44% of the teams that start in the AP preseason top Southern 25 Cal. do not end there. So Southern Cal is at 14. You want to know their record last year? I'm just saying this because the record column is right next to their Four and six. Ranking. Four and eight. They were four and eight, but four they're ranked 14 this year. All because None of, of this matters. Lincoln the NCAA Riley will be dissolved in the next 10 years. This is stupid. That's crazy. Lincoln Riley, he's so co- oh, God, I don't care. Remember I don't care about the he AP. To, he's I, at USC right now. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, okay, I did forget about that. Um uh, I don't care. College football is dead. Um I love my teams. I really like rooting for it. I like the pageantry and the old school rivalries, but that's all gone now. So I don't I don't trust any of this. Joe, what do you think about it? Do you are you putting uh, any the stock in this? Poll means nothing. Other than Alabama. The yeah. preseason poll means nothing. Uh, Georgia, Alabama is going to be good. We know that for sure. Um, that's about that's good it. Every year, yeah. uh, all right. Running real fast through the quick hits. Uh, WNBA playoffs kick off tonight. Brennan, you know who made it to playoffs? Dallas Wings, baby. You're Dallas Wings, Brennan. They play tomorrow My night. They will face off against the Connecticut Sun uh, tomorrow. We're also taking down the, the sun. It's going to be a dark day in Connecticut because we're coming for the sun. The Storm versus the Mystics as well tomorrow. But tonight <laughs> we have, sorry, tonight we have the Liberty versus the Sky, which is, I believe, That'll the be three, four, not the three, four, the three, the two, Sky's number two. Uh, and then the Mercury, Mercury made it in, shout out to them, and the Aces, um, Las Vegas Aces. Uh, hopefully, the Erica Hamby can get healthy to get them on a good playoff run. Uh, some awards, the AP awards are out, but the official awards aren't out, so it's a little confusing. So I'll update that next week when we have the official MVP and everything like that. Um, because AP ones are all throwing me off, so I'm not gonna talk about that. But Brennan, uh, if we could get a quick soccer corner in here, uh, yeah, I know you said I'm, I'm on been it, I'm on checking it, checking shit out. 
Uh, Miami has found their I'll way. I'll take it from here, Joe. I'll take no, seven <laughs> on the East. Uh, and I, this is the last thing I gotta say. What? What? Wow. Um, sorry, I just read that Man United, who is currently last in the Premier League, is trying to get Christian Pulisic on loan. Yeah, uh, I see that. That would be very interesting. Um, but Fulham is currently not in the bottom, not in the relegation zone. Two points clear. We're not of, even close uh, to the relega- relegation zone. Isn't it the, it's the bottom four, right? It's the bottom three. And we're currently sitting at 13, sitting nice and pretty. Next game against uh, rival Brentford. This is going to be a London derby. And uh, they who is that put where we four play? points. Uh yeah, we play in London. That's they put four points on Man United the other day, which was a shocker. Um, Brentford, who had just come up from the Championship League a year ago, um, when we were going down, we were ships passing in the night, and that's the team we last beat in the playoff to get to the Premier League our last time up. So this will be a very volatile and interesting game to say the least. Brendan, what what do you have on Soccer Corner? Uh, Man United is the bottom. <laughs> They're at the bottom. I can't believe it. This powerhouse for so many years is the bottom currently minus five in the gold differential. It's West Ham. It's Manchester United, Manchester West Ham United, and then Everton. 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 Two of those teams Everton. are very well-known teams around America. And then West Ham United is like the team of like... I think like Prince Harry's favorite team is West Ham United to let you know James Corden's favorite team is West Ham United. So this is not a small team either. <laughs> so like three yeah, big teams not. are currently sitting at the bottom. I can't believe that. I wanted to uh, check something. Do we know is where's Wrexham at? <laughs> is that in the championship that is league? Not. Are you, are you getting ready for the Ryan Reynolds and uh, yeah. Rob McClint? Oh, you, you better believe McKin- it. McClint? How do you McClenny? say this? McClenny. Uh You're getting ready for McClenny. their show. No, they're like in the eighth division of like Ireland. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's wildly disappointing. Yeah, I thought like, when they bought a team, they bought a team that was at least in the championship. I was getting ready for Ted Lasso's nah. shit. No, no, no. They got like a bottom eight team. They're like in this either the Irish League or like the Scottish League. So they're like the bottom, bottom. Now, quick question while we're in soccer corner. Is this something that can happen? Uh, Can you be in like the bottom of like, say like you're in the fifth league in Ireland. Can you work your way up into the best league in Ireland? Uh, Yeah. You can, right? Because it's fluid. It's always... You can always work okay. your way up. They're in the Welsh League. They're in the Welsh League. Jeez, I don't even, I don't even know who's in the Welsh League. I don't even think ESPN even tracks right. the Welsh League. I'm we sorry I brought Honduras. it up. Moving on. ESPN <laughs> tracks track Honduras. Honduras League, okay, that. okay. There's the Welsh League. Okay. So, I don't even think How many teams? the top team in the Welsh League. Well, no, just because Ryan Reynolds buys the team doesn't mean. We'll have more on on Wrexham as the season moves on. As the series continues. Yeah, as the show goes on. um, But Brennan is fully committed. I don't even know how you spell Wrexham. W-R-E-X. All right, that is it for the soccer court. Brendan, turn me down a Wikipedia wormhole. Uh, press conference. I'm sorry. We'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. Sir, 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 sir. Brendan, where can we find you? Uh, I'm at Brennan T. Comedy on all social media. BrennanTComedy.com. Uh, I've got my one man show finished writing it. It's coming out uh, hopefully by January. We're going to work on it all uh, fall and winter. Hopefully I'll be able to get it out there by January. Um, and then check out my other podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. Uh, I have guests on. We talk about the craziest drinking drug party, getting in trouble stories. Uh, last week we had a very funny comedian, TJ Francis on um, this week. I have a comedian from Orlando. Uh, Cam Patterson, he's going to come on. He was visiting, so we recorded his episode. A lot of fun. 
Check it out. X drinking buddy Joe. Uh, hold on. I think I have. Okay, so though Wrexham is in, they're in the English they National are, League. They are in the E, uh, the EPL, the English Premier System. So they can. There yeah. is a way they can find their way to the Premier League in England. Okay. Yeah, because um, they're in the National League now, which is the third one down, isn't it? Uh, third or fourth. But the thing was, no, they're in the fifth tier. Sorry. They're in the fifth tier. But so the thing is, because England, UK, basically, you can be in Scotland and be in the Scotland division, or you can be in the English like track. It just depends on where you want to be. So they are in an English Premier League track. So in five, 10 years, not in like 20 years, they can find themselves in the Premier League with enough money and support. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dover. You can find the show Twitter and Instagram at Cheering Press. Uh, don't forget to go there and check out the artwork and football season is coming up. So, you know, maybe tweeting off that again. Um, you could head over to this, the network's website nulo.co you can check out my website joedorville.com for any merch music you know general you know fun pleasantries and whatnot um all right let's i'm cut this short i think i said everything <coughs> i needed to say but brennan needs to go pump iron so brennan let's get yeah. you out of here there's so many i'm just real quick i'm just looking at all this there's Music's so many playing. that's why we play the game <laughs> hello that's why we play the game Two shout-outs to my Dallas Wings making the playoffs. Let's go. There's so many teams in the English Soccer League. 